Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there, welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. What I want to say now is that there isn't a separate warm-up on today's row, okay? We're going to just do a 10-minute lead-in and then go through the main session. So if you want to get warmed up and moving a little bit, so you can just do some light rowing now if you wish. But otherwise, we're going to take it easy through the first 10 minutes of today's row, which is a 70-minute workout, okay? So we've been building this up in five-minute chunks, which means that today is a 70-minute workout. How are we going to do it? Well, we're going to start off with a 10 minute at 18 strokes per minute split. And you're going to do this around about 2K plus 24 to start with. And then you're going to increase your pace through that 10 minutes to get closer to that 2K plus 20 that I normally recommend for an 18 strokes per minute row. Once that's done, we're going to go straight into 24 strokes a minute at 2K plus 12. You can do that for five minutes. And then we're going to go back to that 18 strokes a minute for another five minutes. Then we're going to go up to 26 strokes a minute in 2K plus 9 for five minutes and then back down to 18s again but then next we're going to do one minute at 28 strokes a minute and run about 2k plus five we're going to follow that with four minutes at 18 strokes a minute and we're basically going to do that four times over so you've got four kind of five minute chunks to do and then we're going to go back to the 26 strokes a minute for five minutes 18 strokes a minute for five minutes then 24 for five minutes and finish off with 18 for five minutes so it sounds complicated like there's a lot to do but there isn't really it's just like that starting section then the one minute chunks and then the starting session in reverse again but don't worry i'll keep you going by talking to you and telling you what we're doing as we go through each section um but yeah so like i say we're not going to do a standalone warm-up so we're not going to be doing the split drills etc before the row but we're going to incorporate them into the cool down at the end because it is still quite important that you do those splits right so Make sure and have a drink because this is 70 minutes worth of rowing. Now remember, you don't have to do this whole whole 70 minutes in pain or uh, in sufferance from dehydration. If you need to stop to have a drink through the row, then please do. Or if you need to stop just to stand up and stretch your uh, your legs or your butt or whatever, then please do. You're not going to win any awards by going through this uh, suffering uh, for the 70 minutes. So make sure and be comfortable as you do the row. Obviously the aim is to try and get through the 70 minutes, but if you have to stop, you have to stop, okay? So have a quick drink. And then let's get our machine set up. So start off with Drag Factor. If you don't know what Drag Factor is or whereabouts you might want to set it, please check out the YouTube video I have on the channel. Next up, go to your monitor and set it at eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally, the foot, foot straps, not the foot straps, the foot straps should cover the bottom lace on your shoe. Or if you're in socks like me, then, oh, there we go, they should make it so that you can comfortably hinge forward through your toes at the front of the stroke. Okay, so that's everything set up for the machine. Oh, time to take the hoodie off and let's hope I warm up quick. Brr. All right, okay. Whoop strap on. Right, here we go then in three, two, one, let's go. So 18 strokes a minute. And I want you just, for the first few minutes of this 10 minute lead in, I just want you to be moving. Okay, I don't want you to worry about pace. I know I said 2K plus 24, but that's after a couple of minutes. The first couple of minutes, just get your body moving. Don't worry too much about the intricacies of technique or anything. 
just make sure you're connecting with your legs and then try and keep your arms straight at the same time and we'll worry about the rest of it as we get through the row I'll talk a little bit about technique within this 10 minutes but then obviously I'll unpack it more and more as we go through the row after all we've got 70 minutes together there's no point in me just top loading the first 10 minutes with an onslaught of information about technique of which you only take in half of and then the rest of it I just talk about dinner plans and Van Halen So, we're a minute and a half in, so just do focus on keeping your arms straight when you come to the front of the machine and try and keep them straight as you drive with the legs. So all I want you to think about, just that point of engagement at the front of the machine have nice straight arms don't lock them out there's a real difference between straight and completely like rigid locked it's funny how you think they're being rigid or kind of very tense would help but doesn't in most cases you end up fighting against the power and just because of the tension you just end up wasting energy right coming up for three minutes gone so let's figure that well, I'm hoping you're nice and warm I keep on having a freezing cold breeze across me which is not helping but you can start to think a little bit more about your back position just that forward lean as you get to the front of the machine it's really important to have shifted your weight forwards to that one o'clock on a clock face and then trying to hold that forward lean with your straight arms as you drive with the legs and then about halfway through the leg drive you transition from that forward lean swing through your hips into a backward lean at around about 11 o'clock in the clock face and then obviously you then lean in again into the forwards ready for the next stroke I'll talk more about timing and posture and stuff as we go through the row but that's kind of the key is straight arms drive with the legs while in a forward lean and then 
swing through your back at the, towards the end of the stroke finishing in a nice powerful position at around about 11 o'clock on a clock face not 11 o'clock at night although it would be spooky if you were rowing and you looked up at the clock right now and it was 11 o'clock okay so that's five minutes gone if you're doing these rows in sequence and the last of my longer rows that you had done was the 65 minute one then you manage that you can just think about how you feel right now how you felt on that one you figure this is easy just 65 minutes to go that's kind of the reason I'm doing these in five minute chunks is so that you can always look at the one before as a reference so every day all you have to do is get through the first five minutes of this row or whatever row you're doing that day sorry and then once that five minutes is up you're basically just doing the duration of the session before fair enough I mix things up in terms of what you're doing whereas if you look at the 60 minute one that was just straight 24 strokes a minute row whereas today's there's quite a lot going on but out of all of them so far I actually think this is one of the most valuable sessions and it's certainly an enjoyable one and I can properly swear to that because this is my second day in a row doing it I was here yesterday recorded the whole thing got home found out the audio was completely kaput I hadn't plugged the microphone, microphone cable in properly so it was just silent and crackling the whole time so I had to make a decision do I skip it do I do it in voiceover or do I redo it the more I thought about it the more I realised redoing it was the way to go because well it's a good session that flies by also I don't want to cheap out on you but it's the location so we're in this is the back garden of the house I grew up in my mum's house I'd always not always but through the last summer I said that when the weather got to a point I could do it I was going to come and film one of these in the garden my mum got a kick out the idea of me being in the garden rowing away I'm sure she would have come out with refreshments and stuff 
sadly, she passed away a couple of months ago. So, never actually did it. But, as being the house will get sold and things, I realised a very little opportunity to still hold up to my promise and make one in the garden. And as you can see, lovely here. So, thought through the Christmas break, wait for a nice day and record a session. And luckily, we've had two days in a row where it's been nice and clear. Meaning, I could mess up yesterday's and still come back today. Tomorrow looks quite nice as well, but let's hope I get it in the can properly today. <laughs> right, so six more strokes to go. So six, then we're going to go up to five. We're going to go up to 24 strokes per minute and 2K plus 12. Right, one more stroke to go. You ready for this? Follow me for the stroke rate. One stroke every two and a half seconds. Now remember, your pace increase here should hopefully come from the increase in stroke rate just by the extra shove that you need to put in from your legs. That will hopefully mean that you're going faster. I mean, it's six strokes a minute more that you're taking now that we're up at 24. And in order to increase your drive down the rail you should feel you're having to put more out from your legs now notice I'm talking about this the power that's coming from your legs I'm not saying pull harder on the handle I'm saying push harder push with your legs because the rowing stroke is all about the legs if you look at it from a percentage point I might get the exact figures wrong but 50% of the stroke comes from your legs this is where the power gets laid in then 30% comes in from that transition of your back from the forward lean into the back lean but more than that later and then only at the end That last 20% of the stroke 
comes in from your arms. So you're kind of going 50, 30, 20. 50, 30, 20. If you look at the force curve, if your monitor has it, that should really show it that as you push with the legs, you'll see the start of the big hump to your force curve. And then the rest of the leg drive is about keeping it up there. And then your back and arms finish it to make sure it's not a shallow kind of lackluster finish. You want to go up and down because you're putting power through the whole stroke. But the power comes from the legs only if you have your body set up in the right position to get the power up from your legs through your posterior chain up your back through your shoulders into your arms hands and then the handle to the chain to connect with the good timing to the flywheel to get that up spinning nice and fast with no hiccups right four more strokes to go two more one more and back down to 18 at 2k plus 20 there you go so that first speed bump you may have been thinking oh this is quite a little bit of work but because it's only five minutes long and it's then followed by this 18 strokes a minute recovery section this is why it belongs in a row like this it'll be the same with the 26 next you'll think oh we're going up there a little bit now but because it's only five minutes long followed by five minutes here I just got distracted by a cat uh, it means that you can do that 26 I mean the last two when we come back to 26 and 24 at the end of today's row they may feel tougher 
literally just because you've been on the rowing machine for an hour and more but really the whole row should sit kind of in the mid-tier you'll have little tasters that might tickle top during the 28 strokes a minute sections but because they're only a minute long they'll only tickle the top tier stuff they won't actually land you there I mean the very fact that you're rowing for an hour and you're not doing it at a low slow rate the whole time that's what stops me calling it bottom tier but when you look at the amount of time you'll be spending at 18 strokes a minute it's a fair chunk of it is that bottom tier so it's really the perfect mystery soup of a row because it's got something for everyone and let's face it when you climb off the row machine having spent 70 minutes putting in a good amount of effort I think you can tick off exercise from today's to-do list and again like I say I did this yesterday so to do a row like this two days on the trot shows that it's not one that drains the tank I was fully energised just a bit on the cold side when we started today good news is I can feel my fingers again but it's just as long as the wind doesn't come up it'll be perfect weather for a roll like this I think inside the studio the walls end up wet because I'm because it's so warm and I'm perspiring so much so at least there's a moisture control side to this not that I want to do too many rows in three degrees and t-shirt and shorts but it's not as tough as I thought it'd be all right so six more strokes then we're gonna go up to 26 strokes a minute and 2k plus 9 don't worry if you have to keep it at 2k plus 10 right here we go then 26 strokes a minute 2k plus 9 one second here or there for these increases especially on a roll like this it's okay secret safe with me just get the rhythm right 26 is that kind of mid tempo 
it's not low rate which is how I'd class an 18, 20 or 22 strokes per minute row but it's also not high rate which I'd kind of say certainly 30 and above probably 28 too so it's fast enough that you don't really have to slow anything down in order to hold the rhythm but it's also slow enough at 26 that there's enough time on every stroke to concentrate on your stroke your body placement your posture getting those arms out making sure you get into your forward lean properly nice and early and then starting to think about your core are you braced at both ends of the stroke same with 24 as well which I think is why 24 is my favourite stroke rate the perfect balance of rhythm and time through the stages of the stroke because remember there are five stages there's the catch which is at the front before you drive with the legs so the catch is your starting position then the drive then the finish which is the back swing and the arms pulling in then the release which is when you send the handle away and engage your body rock and then finally the simple slide up the rail is your recovery so all you need to do is spend some time concentrating on each position of the stroke and trying to figure out whether you have any gremlins that are preventing you from putting in an efficient, powerful, injury-free stroke and that's the key efficient, powerful, 
and injury free will make you a fitter, faster, stronger rower. Take one of them away and it all collapses around your ears for your improvements. All right, three strokes. Last one, back to 18s, 2K plus 20. So we're here for five minutes again, and then we go through the series of one minute bursts with four minute recoveries. Now, going back to perception of time, the very first row in this long winter season of rows was 45 minutes. And now look at us. We're aiming for 44 to go. So if you look back at that, 45 minute row and how far you've come since then this should be a piece of cake coming into a close and trust me the next 20 minutes as we go through the 28s and recovery they'll fly by at least they did for me yesterday So, before you know it, we'll be back at the 26 and 24s again, and you'll be all done. So, let's focus on one of the most important parts to think about on your stroke, that's your posture. Now, what I mean by posture, primarily, is how you sit on the seat and it's vital that as you come in to the front of the stroke you're up on your sit bones okay that takes care of nearly everything in terms of posture for your rowing stroke if you're on your sit bones you're pretty much guaranteed to be in that forward lean your back will be powerful and you'll be in the right position with a braced core for a strong drive and then you stay up on those sit bones as you engage the leg drive and then as you swing into that 11 o'clock position at the back of the stroke although your hips will now be rotated backwards as long as you still have a powerful posture 
and you haven't collapsed your back then all you have to do is rock over your hips again to return to that prime position on your sit bones again that really is key if you can get this posture rock up on your sit bones and then return back return to sit bones if you can get that right then everything else will fall into place and the power should just flow into the machine at the leg drive of course there are other things to make sure that happens that goes back to the straight arms that I mentioned half an hour ago right so in four more strokes we're going to go up to 28 strokes a minute and 2k plus 5 if you can one more here we go one minute at this now talking about fluidity at higher rates that should be really evident now you're up at 28 you should be driving handle straight out to engage that forward rock no pauses you don't have to slow yourself down it's all about rhythm now and holding on to the power three strokes two last one back to 18s so we're here for four minutes so again that one minute is a nice bit of chilli powder across the row but we now spend four minutes recovering from it before going into the next one your heart rate should have gone up during that effort but it shouldn't take too long to recover again now the key is timing okay now what I want to quickly sidetrack to is the moment you connect with the flywheel you want your handle to pick up and connect with the flywheel at exactly the same point you 
push with the legs. Because if you connect with the handle first, all you're doing is slowing down the flywheel because you're not putting in enough of an effort. And if you connect with your legs first, what happens is your butt scoots away from you and you'll lose half of your power from your legs. Whereas if you manage to connect both at the same time, all the power from your legs is able to get up and into that flywheel as you connect and really accelerate it up which again goes back to the force curve you're going to see it sharply rising and that shows that you're connecting right if you see it go oh, series of hiccups on the way up you're connecting legs, arms and then back arms all over the place to be honest it's easier to google and read up on force curve than it is for me to try and explain it by waving my hands in the air okay so we've got 30 seconds from now and then we're going to go back up to 28 for one minute and the last one should have shown you it's more than manageable this will be fine okay three strokes to go Two, last one coming up. One, here we go. And that's us halfway through today's row. 28 strokes a minute, 2K plus five, if you can. A good power from the legs. You probably have to give a bit more of a extra shove here to hit pace just because it's a higher increase versus stroke rate so we've gone up only two stroke rate clicks but four seconds faster than the 26 so this takes more leg power Three, two, last one. One, down to 18. Good job. Try not to ease too far off the pace as you come back to 18. Ideally, you wanna get to 2K plus 20 to 22 as quick as possible 
It's just good that we're under halfway now. Now, I do tend to treat arms there's the poor relative here. Oh yeah. Forgot mum's house is on the flight path. Hello plane. But yeah, I do tend to say it's not a pulling motion, the rowing stroke. But you do. But the key is at the front of the stroke, you hang on to the handle with straight arms and it's only as your back starts its transition about halfway through the leg drive that you then bend your elbows and pull in the key when we say it's not a pulling motion is that you don't grab the handle at the front of the machine you don't bend too early and fight against it like this. Urgh. Puts it all on your shoulders and reduces the amount of legs you can put in while also reducing the amount of finish with your arms. So try nice, straight, relaxed arms and shoulders as you come in. And then as you connect, you brace against the stroke because obviously you can't be loose and completely floppy, but you hang off the handle. You come in like a zombie, nice and loose. And then at the point of connection, everything braces enough to take the flow of power from your legs through your fingers which are hooked over the handle and then the power transfers from most of the stroke and all you do is top it off release the last of your power here right 30 seconds to go from now and then we'll go into our third 28 speed bump make sure everything's still yeah microphone's still recording a bit worried about wind noise but let's see what happens I have to buy one of those fluffy things for the microphone if I do this again okay two more strokes one more here we go then 28 2k plus 5 if you can remember faster rates this is where that thought of releasing the handle nice and fast at the same pace it came in at comes into play so in out in out And that sets up your forward body lean 
ready for your return down the rail to set you up for the start for the next stroke with your body and arms in the perfect position by the time you arrive three two eighteens got my counting slightly wrong there so 2k plus 20 again as quick as possible and then we've just got one more speed bump at 28 and then we just roll back home it's like we've gone out for the day then we're coming back in again so just to wrap up the handle so fingers hooked over it thumbs underneath not on top maybe thumbs and index finger lightly touching underneath but you're not gripping it you're not trying to choke it to death and try and keep it like that through the whole stroke finish it up at sternum height send your elbows through squeeze your shoulder blades together for a strong finish because your arms might only be around 20% of the stroke but you still need to put in a good old pull to finish in order to get that 20% and then the pace you pull them in at release at the same pace and that is what helps with your rhythm and your body placement I don't want you going slow where you're just very lazy and then last minute straight la 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 that just encourages sloppy posture and a lazy stroke but at the same time I also don't want you to throw it out as fast as possible okay because all that does is disturb the rhythm of your stroke you want it to be fluid and at 18 strokes a minute what you want is to drive for one recover for two and that easy relaxed recovery is what lets you do that drive for one recover for two and it's what lets you do it without having to stop at the back and then go flying forwards again okay so 
you never stop. There's never a point where you pause and hold the handle to your chest. Not when you're properly rowing. It's a drill, yes, but not when you're rowing. All right, two more strokes, and then back up to 28. Last one. Here we go. 28, 2K plus five. But for the last time. Just keep it strong. It's the last time you have to put in any, anything anywhere near top end speed. And even then, you're only just tickling that top end. You're not really there. Remember, straight arms, drive from the legs. And recover with rhythm. Keep that posture up on your sit bones. Almost there. Four. Three. Two. Last one. One. Eighteens. So, got four minutes of this. Then, back to 26 for five minutes. And then, five minutes at 18, followed by a final five at 24 and a final five at 18. And then we'll have a quick drink before doing a two and a half minute cool down to incorporate the single leg and arms only, legs only split drills. Now, I did say at the end of the last four minute 18s that you can pause when doing drills. What I mean is there's very specific drills that basically you go into the position and then you hold it there for however long it takes for you to analyse whether you're in the right position or not. Once you're happy, you take your stroke. And then you return, analyse, take your stroke. Now mostly, you do that at the front of the catch, where you roll in and then think, right, are my arms straight? Do I have a forward lean? Am I up on my sit bones? Are my arms relaxed and ready? Like a zombie. And a few more things too, like are my shins pointing vertically here? 
is my head and chin in a neutral position my core braced and I wound up like a spring ready to go and then once you've decided that you take your stroke it's the same at the back as you finish you think how's my posture are my legs straight but not locked my elbows through is the handle at sternum height am I ready primed to get the handle away and rock forwards then once you're happy you return take another stroke and then reassess that's a very specific drill where you pause I don't want you pausing when properly rowing okay three more strokes and back up to 26 one more stroke so here we go 26 strokes a minute 2k plus 9 it's only 5 minutes you can do it remember it's all about fluidity efficiency of your stroke along with a good push from the legs straight arms hold that forward lean as you connect and try and get the timing right so that you connect with the flywheel at the same time you push the machine away from you with your feet try and think are you overleaning at the front which I just was are you collapsing your back at the back of the stroke rather than bracing at the end of the stroke with your core to allow you to maintain posture and return powerfully to the front of the machine now the head thing's important I know I just glanced on it but if you can keep your head neutral maybe by looking at the timer on your monitor or strapping a Lego character to the back like I have then what it prevents is your head launching up which automatically sends your back lean off way too quick (sighs) 
So, nice neutral head, almost as though you're rowing through a tunnel that's just above your head and you don't want to smack your head off the top. Okay, two minutes to go at this 26. Then we'll have another five minutes recovery. And we're pretty much almost there. I think it's fair to say if you've made it this far, it shouldn't be too much of a trial to get through the last 16 minutes of this row. Especially as being 10 of that is a recovery paced 18 strokes a minute. Just make sure to keep strong for this last minute of 26s and same again for 24s and then maintain a good technique throughout this is the point when fatigue can start making you do weird things to your stroke in the hopes of keeping up pace I'd rather you eased off a couple of seconds three two one here we go 18 yeah I'd rather that you eased off one or two seconds pace if it meant you could roll with a good technique than you do something weird and wacky in order to hold pace. The only time I ever condone altering your stroke for pace is like the last 250 meters or so of a race where your muscles and cardio are totally tapped out and if you were to continue rowing at your perfect technique you'd either slow down or end up a couple of seconds away from first place or a medal or a PB with 250 to go if you have to 
over lean in and really yank on the handle in order to squeeze out some more pace to win the race. Nobody, especially when it comes to indoor rowing, no one is going to shout at you and say, oh, you didn't do it right. You changed your technique. And in boats, it's probably not the same because a change in technique will probably destabilize and slow down the boat. But on a rowing machine, if a weird lean in or a shortened slide and a higher stroke rate means you win the waist race or get a PB, then hell, I'd wave my one of my arms in the air and sing a show tune if it meant that I could win a race or beat a rival or beat a previous time. Because remember, a race is about going fast and winning, whether it's against yourself or someone else. But what I'd say is, if you train all the time with a good technique, but then when it comes to a race, you completely change it for the duration in search of power. And I mean like the whole 2000 meters of a 2K race, then something's wrong. Right. Coming into the last minute of this recovery, and then we've got our last 24 to go, then we're almost there. So, 18 strokes to go, and then we're just down to 10 minutes. That'll be an hour gone, so well done. Oh, nice breeze again. Fortunately, it's now welcomed. Unfortunately, my whoop strap currently thinks my heart rate is 102, which, unless I've recovered incredibly well, I think is a bit of a lie. So, verdict on the whoop strap is so far it's great for lifestyle useless for rowing okay two strokes last stroke here we go then up to 24s 2k plus 12 just for five minutes and then that's the last of the hard stuff done now, remember, this isn't about me. This is about you. This is about you training at the right paces for you. This is why 
on these longer rows I'm not overlaying any metrics because I just want you to be able to think about your body what you're capable of all with a reference to your 2k time and therefore your ability we should all be able to hold 2k plus 12 here but whereas my 2k plus 12 might be 157 yours could be 152 or 212 but it's specific to you not me and this way you'll get faster because you're rowing with the right intensity to get faster and my website rowalong.com does have a page explaining how to do how to work out your training pace by rowing a 2k time trial so if you don't know anything about what I've been saying with 2k plus 20 and 2k plus 9 check out the website and I do have a video on this channel somewhere that explains the importance of baseline testing your body remembers it's important to listen to it and to train it and try and do things that help it so I spoke about the seat slide to get your shins to vertical this is a perfect example so you want your seat to slide forwards enough that your shins point vertically don't want to go past it but you also don't want to be too far off it so if you can video yourself on another plane and see whether you manage to get to vertical or not and if you don't before you start a row try and get into your maximum position and place a post-it note where you can reach to then take one foot out the straps and roll forwards until your shin that is in is vertical and place a post-it note in front of the roller the front roller in both cases then compare the two distances and then just move your current position slightly further forwards not too far just enough that when you start your next row 
you can roll far enough to feel the click as you roll over it. And then do you roll like that? When you're happy, move it a little bit further forwards until eventually you meet up with the perfect distance. Last stroke here. Whew. Back down to 18s to finish for five minutes. So you move that poster note ever forwards until you get to the right position. And then the key is to try not to go past that. Always just feeling for the click and then drive. So you don't want to do click then roll because then you'll have gone too far. And now what this is doing is teaching your body, your brain, what it feels like to control to the point you want to get to. You might want to do some flexibility work off the rowing machine to help too, but this gradual increase teaches you to compress and move a little bit more each time, rather than putting a bungee cord around the perfect position and just racing into that point like a big lorry and never really learning what you're doing. So I totally go against the idea of a bungee or a block or something at the front that would just bonk, stop you in your tracks. Bonk! That's that little click from a post-it note is all you need. It kind of teaches your synaptic thingies, synaptic response in your brain. So you learn about it rather than it being clubbed across your head. Always teach your body. Don't club it in. Oh. All right then. Coming in for two and a half minutes to go. Oh. Be very strange, deja vu, doing this again. But I enjoyed it just as much today as I did yesterday. A strange week. So today is a Wednesday. It's Christmas Eve Eve. And it was pointed out that Christmas is a Friday this year. And regulars to my videos or podcasts will know that every Friday night for the past 19 years or so, apart from maybe 30, 40, in terms of holidays and works night out and stuff, my wife and I have had spaghetti bolognese on the Friday. But because Christmas is a Friday this year, you'll never guess what. We had spaghetti bolognese last night on a Tuesday. I know! As if it's not tough enough trying to remember 
what day it is through the Christmas holidays. Having spaghetti bolognese on Tuesday has completely thrown me off. And then coming back here and doing exactly the same row makes me think this is still Tuesday. I'm not going to get spaghetti again tonight Whereas I'm not Tonight It's Salmon And broccoli On a bed of noodles With a nice sticky sauce Kind of sweet and sour Sauce Which I'm very much looking forward to Especially after A roll like this which Should burn about I don't know, probably near enough a thousand calories, maybe somewhere between 700 and a thousand. Okay, four more strokes and we're all done. Three, two, and one. Good job. Well done. Oh, just checking to see whether the wind is causing my recorder to pick up any noise. Hopefully it's... Oh, I mean, if there's wind noise in this one, it's just going. I'm not redoing this for the third day in a row. <laughs> so, just do what you need to do. A little shuffle. Have a drink. Oh, ice cold water. Very nice. My toes have gone numb. <laughs> Hadn't realised that during the row, but can't feel my toes. Right. So, two and a half minute cool down. Starting at a nice gentle 18 strokes a minute and just connect, okay? In three, two, one, go. So, don't worry about pace. Just make sure your legs are pushing with enough of the connection and that your arms are picking up the flywheel I'm at 2k plus 45 if that makes any difference to what you're doing right, and then two more strokes one more let's take a foot out of the foot straps and continue rowing now yesterday when I did this I quite randomly let go of the handle. Oh. So I shouldn't really need to describe why we're doing this, but one leg still in the straps. Continue to drive at the same rate, around about 18. Get that compression right at the front. Don't overlean. Swap feet. Oh, if you can. I'm a bit stuck. There we go. So. It is quite tempting to, because you can, I know I've got the error, really leaning in at the front if you're doing single leg rowing like that. Try not to, try and still keep the right amount of slide. Shins to vertical, just lean in to 11 o'clock, sorry, one o'clock. One more stroke here, both feet in, legs straight, and just use your back and your arms. And again, you might be doing this at 
half as much power as you would normally do if it was the warm-up rather than the cool-down but that's okay because we're just using this as a cool-down and you have just been rowing for 70 minutes using up a lot of energy so I don't expect you to be killing it here okay roll to the front straight arms drive out and just concentrate on that connection with the flywheel and staying up on your sit bones okay because you don't need to rock your back at the end of the stroke you can find your perfect position and hold it because we're not driving out far so you can just stay and get that timing right up on your sit bones and we're done I mean you can just rock up and in and out and just grab the flywheel or put a foot in the ground and just feel so you're up on your sit bones and feel that point when you bite and your foot connects at the front just in case you're needing to try and work on that sensation you just break it right down and just feel that point where the chain catches and hits the flywheel and try and get the timing right for your heels to drive into the foot plate at that point because that point of connection can cost you quite a lot of time especially if you add it up over like a an hour or a, a half marathon or something if you're losing a second each time then it's quite a lot of time i'm not gonna do the maths but it's quite a lot anyway so there we go 70 minutes done again <laughs> i hope you enjoyed it uh let's see what day is it today so it's christmas eve eve i don't know if i managed to do a 75 minute tomorrow i'll have to see uh it's Christmas Eve and so it's family and stuff will do things but if they end up watching some rubbishy movie I might just jump into the studio and and crack out the 75 minute row uh Christmas day I don't think so but maybe Boxing Day we'll see listen just keep an eye on uh, obviously if you subscribe to the YouTube channel you'll see these as they arrive if you're doing them at this time uh in place of course if you're doing this in February you'll see them all populating there and going what's he on about look there's the 75 minutes it's, it says coming up next 75 minutes but you understand the world the time bend world of YouTube um, or you can uh, what was that noise what's that <laughs> or you can check out the Facebook group um, and, uh, and I'll post on there what I'm what my plans are and things so just hunt for row along on Facebook and you'll see uh, the group obviously join the group rather than just doing like on the page because that's that way you can interact with me and of course when it comes to interaction please I love it do I do love it when you post comments on either the podcast or the YouTube channel um, it's just great to know that you're out there I wouldn't be making these if you weren't watching these to be fair so um, any questions anything just to say hi uh, please do and today's hashtag is take two <laughs> because obviously today was take two of this row so hashtag take two and that proves to me that you made it all the way to this point but like I say I hope you didn't just zip to the end because that's cheating and we don't like that do we anyway thanks again for being part of this I really do enjoy making them for you I hope you enjoyed doing them I will see you in the next one make sure and stay safe be well all that kind of stuff and I'll see you in the next one bye bye for more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.